Sassafras Root Mayhem. This is the Sexual Pantalones, and you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. to get my recipe for a toss salad. I might add a little Hendrix, some dried cherries, some mild Davis, some artichokes, some Bob Dylan, some peppers maybe, Elvis Costello, cactus, uh, Eugene Chadbourne, some walnuts, Patti Smith and prosciutto, Neil Young and some carrots and Joni Mitchell and some cabbage and Hank Williams and some figs and residents and some tomatoes. Wait, wait, we need some rye and pine nuts and some Ladysmith Black Mombazo and fresh Parmesan and, yeah, and Patsy Montana and shallots and, oh yeah, Esther Phillips and dry cherries. Help yourself to a serving of Vic and Mick's Tossed Salad every Wednesday from 6 to 9 a.m. right here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. So we are kind of doing a very live show tonight. This is going to be very... Um... Super live. <laughs> Lively and live show. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes, WCBN 88.3 Ann Arbor. That's right. And um, so it's been a kind of an interesting week um, uh, getting ready for the show. And um, and you know what? I, I kind of have some interesting... I ran into a situation... Um, I'm just going to jump right in. Sure. Um, <laughs> so I ran into a situation. Um, I was at the gas station um, that's close to one of the local bars here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, I I was sitting there waiting in line to be able to, to pay for some gas. And, and I'm sitting there and these three people, these three guys walk in. And I'm like measuring them up kind of like is my gadar going off trying to figure things out absolutely you know trying to say okay let's try to you know fine-tune this gadar of nice. mine you know nice so i'm like you know it's going off i swear that these three must be gay and especially the neighborhood we're in they just even though it was like in the middle of the afternoon on a sunday i'm like i'm not too sure not but... that we encourage jumping to assumptions right, right? absolutely <laughs> exactly um but one of the things that and so i'm sitting there like okay dan i think this is the situation and suddenly the I, um one of the one of them uh the, has a cell phone in their hand mm-hmm. and it plays um one night only from dream girls one night only <laughs> absolutely nice and i'm sitting there and i'm just i just smile a little bit while the guy like goes nuts and he's trying to turn it off and he's trying to figure out <gasps> he's how to embarrassed do this. absolutely turning beat red hey I'm it's a good like, song absolutely i'm like and it's only like the four of us and the cashier who could care less you right know? right and he's just like hand your money over and you know get out of here i don't really care you know it's like i'm just here to collect the money and That's i can go excellent. back to sleeping you know and and he's like quickly trying to think and he's just looked he's like he doesn't know what to do 
And he and he put, started to sing along. Well, no, he turns to his friend and he goes, "How do you turn your phone off? I can't turn your phone oh. off." And the guy's looking at him, like giving him this look, like it's not my phone, dude. Like you know, like what are you talking about? You know? And he's like, "But this phone." And so he throws it into his pocket, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" And they're like why like what's wrong like this or whatever and he's like oh my word he says i'm just this is just so embarrassing and he's like i can't believe this and he turns to me like i've just got to change this when i get home and i looked at him like excuse me and he goes well you know friends are playing a joke on me and they downloaded onto my phone or onto this phone uh-huh. and you know it's it, or you go he started off like, oh, it's not my phone, it's not my phone. And I kind of like looked at him and said, oh, yeah, right. And he's, right. And he's like, well, the friends were trying to play a joke on me, and they downloaded it onto my phone. And I'm looking at him like, you Likely know what? story. Yeah, exactly. Likely story, Mary. And I'm looking at him like, you know what? It's fun. Have a great time with it. I think it's fantastic. It's a great song. And they got snubbed at the Oscars, but whatever. Right, hello. And but I'm just like, Come Maybe on. he meant that, like, you know, he wouldn't listen to be that song or something. Right. Something else by Beyonce. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm so embarrassed. Absolutely. And he was just like, I can't believe this. He says, I'm like, he's like, he's mortified. And I'm looking at him like, you're in the northern part of Ann Arbor. We're like probably the gayest part of town. Mm-hmm. You're in the neighborhood, son. It's exactly. okay. Exactly. There are three of you, one right. of me, and It'll be you're fine. embarrassed. It'll be fine. You know, you and know. He, I, I was, I haven't come across that type of uh, shame or internal homophobia, homophobia yeah. in a long time. And I was stunned. I was just absolutely like, but another part of me was just like giggling the whole time. But I said, you know what? Enjoy it. I really hope you don't change it. Right. And and he's just like, I can't believe this. And just totally mortified <laughs> and like walks out. And I'm just sitting there like, and it kind of made my day. I mean, I was like, that's nice, fabulous. Nice. You know, my phone is, uh, my, my phone rings Journey. <laughs> I, I've got to say, I really, Great. you know, I just, I just really like it. Because Journey is, you know, one of my things. Yeah, so that's my. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, Journey was my babysitter when I was oh. younger. Oh, not really, but like so. Like right. I have an older brother, and when he used to have to babysit me, he never wanted to. Clearly, uh-huh. so even though he was an angel, um, yeah. So I could tell. he would sit me down and put these huge headphones on me, and I would just listen to Journey, and he would leave the house. Oh, yeah! Wow! So Journey was my babysitter. So absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a pretty good babysitter. I though. know. I'm not gonna I mean, lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe that should be my story about Abba. You know, yeah. <laughs> Abba was my babysitter. Exactly. I was an inter- had international babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? You know, it's been okay. It's been a really busy week. Um, but uh, busy in the good way. Lots good. of students coming in and lots of action going on at the U. Um, we had uh, this thing called Winterfest yesterday. Okay. Well, I don't know what that is. So, so it's a time when all like the student organizations can get together and like give free stuff out Ooh. and they like try to recruit basically. So ah. we have organizations from like, like our office was there, office of LGBT affairs to like college Democrats, college Republicans, college libertarians, you know, for the program for the environment, Bible wow. study, like. So everyone's there, and everyone's yeah. really crowded. Lots of fun. There's popcorn and 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 cotton candy, and right. You know, it's good times. It's good Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Lots of stuff going on. Very busy. Lots of stuff in one space. So um, oh, so really? that Where was fun. It? Um, it's in the it, yesterday was in the ballroom. Oh, okay. Of so, uh, the union, and um, and you know, in the fall they have one that's very similar called Festival, and it's like oh. hundreds of organizations. 
um, on the diag, and it's just almost overwhelming because everyone's trying to get your attention. Yeah. So well, and it's the beginning of the year, so everybody's like, okay, right, start right. with us. Exactly. And... Exactly. Wow. But it was a lot of fun. It was really well done. Um, and so that was yesterday, and so we're just sort of still recovering from that. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. You know. So so, wow. but it was good. It was good. good. So did you get a lot of folks interested? Or we did. We did. It's really funny because we give out. We have T-shirts to give out and information. We also give out condoms. Oh. So um, you know, and our our table has this big rainbow flag and it has this rainbow flag doll on it. And it says Office of LGBT Affairs. And it's really funny to watch people sort of like they'll walk towards it and then they'll read and then they'll understand. And then they suddenly like, whoop, whoop, see up here. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> right. And, um, yes. you know, and we try to maintain a sex positive environment. <laughs> so we're like, would you like a condom? Um, you know, would right. you like a condom? Like, ooh, flavored ones. People always want the flavored ones. Absolutely. And so I'm always like, listen, uh, I'm like, yeah, help yourself to whatever you want. But remember, the flavored ones are just for oral sex. And then they start giggling. Right. Um, and, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, take the condom. Clearly, you're going to use it for something. Just use it. But let me tell you, you can you can get a yeast infection oh, if you use it yeah. for vaginal and anal sex. Exactly. So you know, it's just a lot of fun to like freak people out. Absolutely. With how frank you can be, yeah. it's like <laughs> you know. I used to love it. Like when I used to work for the HIV AIDS Resource Center, and uh-huh. I'd be out there doing outreach, and I'd be passing out condoms. And then we started getting into the flavor. The flavored ones are just coming out. Right. And, and so people would go across and look for you know they find chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you can have your own little Sunday. Like no, this, you know, and then they find cola, and they're like cola, and I said, "Oh yes, you have to, you have to do cola." I'm trying to encourage them to also have a Pepsi one, no. and they looked at me like, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "So you could do the Pepsi challenge." Oh and my they, gosh! So it was this ongoing. That is um, excellent. Oh, so it was well just kind of opened it up and uh, got them going. So. You know, it's funny. Speaking of condoms, uh-huh. um, you know, recently University of Michigan was named one of the top uh, five safe sex campuses in the nation. <gasps> Congratulations. I know, I know. Um, so we got this really intricate safe sex pack oh. of all these Trojan condoms. And wow. there's like like every different type of combination of condom that you could think of they gave us. It's like double pleasure mint tangle ribbed. Wow. And like double mint ribbed for her pleasure burning sensation or something. It wow. was like literally there were like five different kinds. And I'm like, do you really like... Yeah. I, I'm lucky just to get to use a condom. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Sometimes too many choices is. Well, it can be overwhelming. I mean, Definitely. sometimes it's like it's like a lot of my lesbian friends tell me it's like you know when you have sex you kind of want to just kind of warm the person up first. <laughs> you know, they always kind of like Dan. You just can't like jump into it. You know, <laughs> you gotta kind of warm it up a little bit. Okay, right. You know, sex doesn't start like once the clothes come off. It's like you gotta kind of work your way into it. Right. And I sometimes think those condoms kind of shock me. You know, it's kind of like Whoa. well, some of them are made to do that. But, Absolutely. But- Absolutely. And I think I'm like, wow, I've got a lot to work on, you know? I've got I know. A- and I wonder, I wonder if anyone out there really uses like the ribbed for her pleasure extra reservoir tingling mint twist condom. Oh, you know what? I'm very curious about the extra reservoir one. That <laughs> is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'll have to bring them in. It's really. Absolutely. But yeah, we were really proud to be number three and uh, surprise, not surprisingly, actually, the the top, the bottom can any guesses on who the bottom campus is? Well, were? if it's top or bottom. Well, oh, well, I, mean. <laughs> well, I was going to rephrase that, but I really can't. So No, you can't. <laughs> um, the highest rated, maybe? Well, or, the uh, lowest ranking. The lowest ranking campuses. Oh, any, 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 uh, lowest ranking campus. Goodness. I'm, I would, just in my own fantasy, I'm hoping it's like, 
like Yale, where you know President Bush came through from. No, actually, oh. Yale's top ten. Oh, uh-huh. um, maybe eight, like Texas A and M, something like Bush related. I would love no. to have that. Don't tell me Michigan State. No. no. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, no! <laughs> We've done too much good work up there. Yeah, no, well, they get Spartan and Trojan mixed up. But, oh, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Do you have any Spartans available? Right. <laughs> Brigham Young University. <gasps> no! Yep. Brigham Young, Catholic U, both, oh, both in the bottom. Yes. I. They don't have sex there. That, well, uh, right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They do a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I've never met someone who... D- never mind. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The sex is banned in Utah. Yes. It's... It, wow. Gosh, I guess I better not go there. Uh, but anyway, but yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or I would feel very comfortable there, one of the two. No. Um, <laughs> nothing would change in my life. But I, that's... Wow. So do you know the um, ones who unfortunately outranked U of M? Um, I don't... I, I feel like Yale and Princeton were up there. Um you know, Interesting. but I know, none of right? the party schools like like uh, Northwestern or no, huh, that's interesting because I think that you know you have this image of uh, folks that are like the big party schools at least if anything if they're big party schools that they would have some type of safer sex program but mm-hmm. um, and maybe they're and that's well and that's one of the things that. I do talk to folks about when I do counseling, HIV counseling, is talk about that, you know what, your safer sex practice could be that you reduce the amount of alcohol. Right. That could be, <laughs> that could be well, the basic thing right there. Right. Is reducing your amount of alcohol may help you um, with your safer sex. But that's, that's interesting. Now, yeah. did you guys even know you were in the running? No, you know, they did this survey and... Um... Now, okay, I'm, I'm fascinated. Why did they choose the LGBTA and not, like, you know, UHS? <laughs> I think that they did both, honestly, but I think we um, sort of picked up on it. Um, oh, okay. And actually, it may have started at UHS, and they said, hey, did you know this? And we're like, oh, my gosh. And then so we researched it, and we found all the criteria, and it was really exciting. Wow, and then you entered, and oh. Well, you know, they, I, I don't even think we entered, honestly. I think that they just. A random survey. They, they, they did the survey themselves. Interesting. I know. I so, think... um. Huh. So, yeah. That's good. Okay. Dang. So, yeah. So it's, it's a very, um, and you know, and there's another thing that I really would like to, we'll probably talk about more of this at the end of the, um, of the program is I'm really concerned about students on campus. Hmm. You know, I'm thinking they're getting a good education. I'm thinking that, okay, what they're going going to class and the information that they are downloading from their 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 teacher full of wisdom mm-hmm, and things like mm-hmm. this is staying in their brain. And one of the so I have some students that actually work for me and I asked I actually had one of the students look up for me um, who like our state senator was sure. and mm-hmm. all these different things and like who goes to who goes to Washington DC who goes to Lansing and if you could look up those senators for me that would be fantastic mm, very fair very fair I mm-hmm. thought so too and then eventually the step two would be finding out what committees they're on maybe what legislation they've um, sponsored and she comes back today with me to me with of course Debbie Stabenow and right. Carl Levin our uh, senators that go to Washington DC and um um, those who go, who are the state senator, I'm sorry, I'm still like perplexed by this because it just happened two <laughs> hours ago, is the senators that come from the state of Washington. And I, Washington State. The state of Washington. Yeah, state. Yes, exactly. Very Washington good. State. Yes. Very good. I, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. And I, so I, 
kind of composed myself. Didn't the perfect counselor situation like this is a learning moment. Um, and so you didn't say, "Oh, get out." But no. <laughs> almost did but i was like okay this is something she doesn't quite understand yet and so i'm kind of like okay, good we for can, you we can work through this what scared me was the fact that i actually had to diagram it and and, ah. and show her that did you know we have a congress like a like a group that works in um in lansing and that's not it's not a capital for a reason it's you know just to name it as a capital there are there's the laws that be passed up there and then there are a separate group of people that actually go to washington dc and actually, and they're called a, congressional pages. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, and so I thought, you know, this would be, you know, this is an opportunity for. Her. Well, then she started saying, "Well, does that is that why we have? But there's different districts, and there's different sizes, and there's different numbers, Ooh. and I'm really, yeah." So I'm like, okay, this is where we go talk about the House of Representatives. <laughs> and I was just like, she's not getting it. And I started explaining to her. So note to parents, start with government, then move to the birds and the bees. Oh, hello. <laughs> please, please. So, yeah. So, and then there was different things. Like when I explained to her, you know, John Dingle, she started giggling. And I was like, what's going on? Who would name their, their son Dingle? And she just oh, was my like, word. Oh, yeah. It was very. I, I, I was. She probably would have liked the election t-shirts they made that say Team Dingle. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I should hunt that down on like eBay and Team like Dingle. And maybe 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 make a phone call and find out <laughs> if I can get it for. Her. Hi, can I join your team? He's right. And uh, but then I'd be forcing a political uh, persuasion right. on her. I guess I better not. But anyway, it was one of those like. Um, but I just was so surprised. And this is a second year senior. This is the other part that she's been in senior school. Plus. Yes, mm-hmm. for like over five years now. And I thought, gosh, she, you know what? I gave her the benefit of the doubt that she must have taken government like the first, like her freshman year. Sure. First semester. Right. That's a great benefit. You know, given. and it's just, she's been so concentrated on getting her teaching degree. Her teaching degree. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She she's probably a math person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm just like, not really oh. civics. Right. Right. And I, I was stunned. I was just like, oh, so please, people, if anything, if you're listening to the show, I really beg of you, please get to know. Who your representatives are, who your senators are, the ones that go to D.C. and the ones that go to Lansing. Right, because they're different and not the state of Washington either. (laughs) Exactly. And um, and it would be kind of interesting to find out about the state of Utah. Maybe we could talk to them about maybe they're safer sex practices. I don't know. But um, but yeah, so it was it was quite interesting. Um, It I I just there's some things I I just take advantage of of knowing that like uh, your senators. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I kind of know them by name, and you know, I can call band and one of my favorites part is that i moved moved recently about a year ago and my new representative pam burns oh. so i thought that was absolutely fabulous you're I can, related i can remember that name <laughs> i was like yes i could do that pam yes exactly so um and she even like uh has some things that i would agree with so i was like hey i could deal with this very good so so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna kind of talk about some uh um hateful speech um, that's been kind of going on. Some words flying around. Absolutely. Yeah. Not any words, I'll tell you.
And we've... we're back. Welcome back. You're listening to Closets Are Foreclosed. This is Gabe. Yeah, and this is Dan Burns. You're listening to WCBN 88.3 FM. Exactly. You know, I think we're now... Now is it WCBN FM Ann Arbor? WCBN uh, FM Ann Arbor 88.3. There you go. Uh, gotcha. No, no, no. Well, it's only... It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's not giraffe. We don't need the number. Gir- yeah. No, okay. <laughs> WCBN FM Ann Arbor. There you go. People don't understand how funny that well, is. Well, giraffe is sort of our, um, it's sort of our catch-all animal. Yes. It's our um, mascot, if you. There will. you go. Exactly. Because it's it's tall and it has uh, spots, and when it gives birth, the baby drops six feet. That's amazing to me. Just like, like us. Oh my god. Yeah. Just like, like us. And we yes. W- think about it, people. Think about it. So, so, on a serious note. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, I was flipping around on the news today and um, and I saw um, the latest headline about um, Isaiah Washington. Um, have you been following this? No. What's, what's going so, on with that? So Isaiah Washington, very popular show, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, you know? yes. Okay. Yeah, with uh, Patrick Dempsey um, and... Um, uh, you know, McDreamy and McSteamy. Yes. So, um, now, is that the same person? I said I don't watch Crazy Anime. I'm sorry. They are different people, I believe. Okay. I don't watch the show either. Ah, okay. I know, I know. But I have been following the story. So I think that, you know, you know, there's a lot of stuff been going around. And so I think it's a really good time to talk about, you know, um, what what's hate speech like? How does it affect us? How do we, how do we um, combat it? So 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 let's look at this thing with with Grey's Anatomy. So yes. T.R. Knight. Um, is on the show as well. So background. So uh, back in October, Patrick Dempsey, um, who's the main character, um, mm-hmm. and Isaiah Washington got into an on-set scuffle. Right. It was off camera, but it was on set. And apparently, um, during the scuffle, Isaiah Washington said to Patrick Dempsey um, something like, "You can't push me around. I'm not your little faggot." Like blank. Oh. Yes. So it came out that he was saying, I'm not your little faggot, like um, T.R. Knight. Oh. And T.R. Knight is another person that's on the show. Correct. Got it. Uh Okay. And so um, weeks later, T.R. Knight comes out and he says, yeah, I'm gay. So now, did he feel the pressure to to come out? Like, because of the whole thing? Because I didn't find out about the... That the name calling that was going on until like just this week. Mm -hmm. Did we know that these name calling was going on? Um... You mean like how long has the story been going on? Like, well, I know I it's think, been since October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I didn't know. And I I'm thought, not sure if he had been calling, if he'd been throwing these slurs around for a while. But you know what happened was that um, so there was all this heated argument about okay, did Isaiah Washington say faggot to T.R. Knight? Um, some cast members were saying yes, he did, and some cast members uh, and the producer wasn't really speaking out about it. So the Golden Globes, which were just last week, yep. Um, uh, Grey's Anatomy won an award and the cast was up there and uh, um, the producer was talking and Jose Washington jumps up to the mic and he says "Um, I didn't call Tierra Knight a faggot Uh, didn't happen didn't happen wow and so people are like okay why do you have to use that word again absolutely like 
why, I mean, well, first of all, one, why do you have to even announce that? Why right. is that so important? Why? What's bothering you that you have to say that? And and you're supposed and, to be celebrating the success of the show, right? right? I mean, why take the spotlight? I mean, exactly. That was it was pretty harmful. So well, and the yeah. third, then using the name again, the hateful speech again. Right. I like, mean, it's like no did need. You get like, it the we first know time. what you're talking about. Uh huh. Like, you don't have to use the word faggot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been really. I don't know. Like, uh, I I don't know. Um, Isaiah Washington and I don't know T.R. Knight and you know getting information from the media can be touch and go but you know when there's when there's information about like this sort of like hate and bias and especially towards someone in our community right right so like he met with Glisten and Glad Glisten is the gay lesbian straight education network Isaiah Washington did yes okay recently met with Glisten and Glad and Glad is the gay lesbian um, alliance against defamation they're like the media watchdog Mm -hmm. So they met with these two organizations and um, John Mayer, you know, the, mm. the musical artist, even wrote like a little thing on his blog about Isaiah Washington should apologize. Oh. T.R. Knight went on Ellen. Yes, and, now I remember about yeah, that. Yeah, that was recently. And, 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 and T.R. Knight was like, <laughs> oh, Ellen, you're such a, um, an inspiration and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and so today the headline that got me was, let's see if I can find it. Um, it said Isaiah Washington enters treatment facility to deal with homophobia. And you know what? That that's amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, we have now treatment facilities for this. Yeah. So apparently, he's going to this treatment facility um, to deal with anger management and homophobia. It, see, and I just, I don't get it. It's one of those things where it, it, I did, first of all I didn't know that we have a facility that you go to mm-hmm. for anger management right I mean I know that I, I'm assuming from what I was briefly going through was just basically that it was an like an inpatient thing it wasn't something it's where, residential yeah he's yeah. he checked in like the Betty Ford or some other like rehab clinic and he's gonna cure his homophobia I don't know if there's right. 12 steps or he has a right. sponsor <laughs> I borrow this over my that's right. homophobia. That's right. <laughs> my, um, life, my life has become unmanageable. I don't understand. And you know what really bothers me about stuff like this is that it's like a pseudo apology. It's one of those like, I'm sorry if I hurt anyone. Right. Like, I'm not sorry for the action, but if it hurts someone, I'm sorry. Well, and I think that leads us to exactly. It's like, well, well, then wait a minute here. What is what is the difference then? What was your intent? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, what's your intent? And uh, obviously, it impacted people negatively. Like people were hurt by this. Mm-hmm. And so, like Isaiah Washington, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm pretty. It's really upsetting because it sets this sort of um, precedent. It's like, okay, well. Is he really sorry? He's going to do rehab, and then what does that mean? He's going to be nice to Tr Knight, you know? Does that does that fix things with Glisten and Glad? And right. like, you know, does he really want to be there? Like, right. or is he just going through the actions? Like, right. one of the things he did was he fired his publicist. Like, wow. so you know, basically, you know, the article was saying that he <laughs> he would do whatever it takes to keep his starring role on the hit TV yeah, show. Absolutely. So I mean, whatever it takes does not really mean that he actually feels sorry for using the word faggot right at least once right so well and i think that that's i mean i think where i'm seeing kind of a it seems to be becoming a pattern now i'm seeing where michael richards you know goes out there 
um, just starts using all kinds of. Oh right, with the with the um, the comedy club. Right? Yeah, so the comedy club, right? Exactly. And we're and so he then meets with the NAACP, right? And says, oh, "Okay, I'm really sorry. I'm glad. I'm sorry I did this. I really need some help." And I don't remember him going into residential. So that See, was one little ridiculous. step further. And even the thing with Michael Richards was, uh, and I bet you that Isaiah Washington said something similar. Is, you know, that's not me. I was really angry. It's like, well, you know what? When we're angry and under stress, that's when our true selves come out, yes, right? Absolutely. That's who they really are. And Mel Gibson. Remember when he oh, got he right. got pulled well, over? Well, now he, I mean, he has an alcohol. I mean, I could kind of get the alcohol part in. But still, I get I that. Mean, but this other stuff where there's no there's no chemical experience but going on. Even with the alcohol, I think. I think even with the alcohol, he had to give himself permission. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and there's some history there. Right. I mean, there's a, there's so, a long history <laughs> to me to kind of go. Mm, you know what? I I'm starting to see the so full picture Mel here. So Gibson, you know Michael Richards, uh, now Isaiah Washington. Like, well, what about that senator from uh, Florida? Didn't he have to go? That did uh, like uh, was accused of being a pedophile for texting his page. Oh uh, right, Mark Foley. Mark Foley. The Foley Thank scandal. you. Yes, mm -hmm. the Foley scandal. Where that was where I mean he went into some type of treatment and for, for alcoholism, I think. Yeah. Or drug or um. So, addiction of some sort and you know i think that people shouldn't hide behind addictions yeah. um certainly they're they compound things and it's and addictions should be treated absolutely and, but also the products of those things well and i think i'm not willing to let them go i'm not willing to say okay you know what i forgive you you're done i mean just like with you know because i because okay then and i'm sorry gabe i didn't prepare you for this one oh, but like but jerry falwell I mean, he Uncle Jerry. Made, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Tinky oh, Winky sorry. made me gay. That one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Actually, I have that bumper sticker on my refrigerator, ah. and my mom looks at it and goes, "I don't get it," but nice. that's okay, Bob. Um, but I think that that's one of those things where, I mean, he has hateful speech, but he's allowed to get away with it. So where's the one difference? One step further, I think, if we talk about um, the webmaster of GodHatesFags.com. Oh, exactly. You know. Um, so why does why does even he get it? Why would does Reverend Phelps get uh, away with that? You know, and and there is there's this line between um, free speech mm -hmm. and hate speech. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I have some friends who are lawyers, and I love them dearly, and they really strongly believe that that having um, like hate crimes and hate speech provisions are wrong because it tries to control what people think. But, you know, just because not even out, outside of hate speech, like just because you can say something doesn't mean you should say something. Right. Right. Like it's better. Like you can you can be very strongly opinionated. Right. Opinionated. But, you know, it doesn't mean that it's appropriate. Well, and I'm starting as you as you were talking, I was starting to think about that. Like with Jerry Fowler and, and um, Reverend Phelps, they have enough power that they will continue. They they have enough power and um, and resources at their disposal that they can continue with their career and not really be affected. Right. Where I think with um, um, like well, especially um, the Foley scandal, but I mean the you know Michael Richards and um, Isaiah Washington and Mel Gibson, where their careers could stop. And there is nothing else they can do. So they've got to do something as a, a sign or an offering of, of forgiveness. But I'm still back to, I don't think that's enough. Right. I want you to start raising major money. You know, <laughs> I want you to start attending, you know, these things and really show me. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's really, um, it's, it is, like, some people are like, oh, they're just doing this for press because there's no such thing as bad press. And, and um, but... 
at the end of the day, you know, it still shows that we're targeted. Absolutely. It still shows that we're targeted. Right. Um, and, uh, but we also know a difference than even five, but maybe, but mostly 10 years ago where if something was said like this, people would have just been like, okay, whatever. Right. And not, nothing would have been done. Mm-hmm. And so there's something we're doing right as a community that there's suddenly a fear. You know, that suddenly I've got to do something about this because we're going to lose an entire group of people that maybe used to be supporting our show. Right. And I wish it didn't come to that. You know, I mm-hmm. wish it did. I wish it wasn't like we're um, a segment of the population to appease so we can continue to watch Why not? the show. Well, I, the, cat, the Christians are. It, well, I think that because I want people to be good on their own. Oh, Oh, you're such an idealist. I, I don't know if you're going to work out with this show. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want people to realize that, that everyone expect respect, expects respect on their own, yeah. not because they want us to sh- watch. But I don't anatomy. think we're there yet. I really don't think that we're there yet. Because I think that that's one of the things where people are saying to each other, like, oh, I'm, you know, this is the, I'm the last group that's going to be discriminated against. Mm. I think there's always going to be groups that are going to be discriminated against. We're just going to find new people. I mean, we can't even think of some of the people right now. I think we're going to be able to discriminate against. But I think, you know, like with Rosie O'Donnell and, um, Sorry. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I'm yeah. Mel Gibson. I went, no, it's not Mel Gibson. But Donald Trump and Rosie O'Donnell, where... Oh, they're back and forth. Like, back they're and fighting forth. back and forth. Exactly. Who's fat and what? who's ugly? Uh, who's got bad hair? You know, and Rosie O'Donnell saying, you know, being fat, fat people are the last um, um, group to be discriminated against. But then I also hear other times when she's talking about people who are um, discriminated against gay people or having hate speech on gay people. Oh, well, you know, gay people well, are the last and, opinion and, of... And remember, she made an off-color comment about Chinese people. Uh, oh, yeah. About Asian Americans. And she made... Um, she did this... Uh, well, it was a, it was a she mimicked, um, mimicked some, some speech, words, right, yeah. right, and that was you yeah. know, and, and there's this you know we can't go around doing this hierarchy of oppression right. thing like I'm more oppressed than you and Absolutely. I'm more oppressed than you, right? Exactly, it doesn't get anything done, right? And I think that that's where yes, ideally, if we want to be able to have. Yes, I would ideally love people to be. Uh, I, I, I'm getting the Italian in me, Gabe. Sorry, my hands are moving. He's and I waving know his can hands see like he's he's <laughs> conducting some weird orchestra. <laughs> Absolutely, um, but it's one of those where I think I would love to have it where people will just do the right thing. But I'm really finding that some people really aren't aware of other groups. I mean, as or people much, think they are doing the right thing. Yeah. And they have no idea. Absolutely. Right. But they really, I mean, and that's part of also where I sometimes have a conversation about what is really cultural competence. Right. Cultural competence. You know, that's a, that's a word that, and I, I, and I thought it was a really important that's thing. the word of the day, folks. Oh. Cultural competence. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought this was a great thing. I thought, oh, definitely being culturally competent and things. And people are like, you know what? There's two things that came at me. Is one person was like, I don't want people that are competent. I want people who are just plain, you know, culturally good, good people. Absolutely. Right. I don't want you to not say that word because you're going to get in trouble. I want yeah. you to not say the word because it's wrong to say that word. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like that's so gay. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like oh, you know, uh, you know. Oh, that sweater's so gay. Like right. oh, that sweater's un- into other sweaters of its same sex. <laughs> Uh, really? Well, and that was one of the things that I had an argument with my nephew a long time ago, um, where we were playing chess and we were mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. um, pa, uh, the um, 
Oh my gosh, the ones that are so, the Chess sounds like what? Tri- uh, I'm trying to say. Um, uh, pa- oh my gosh, it's the little guys. Pa- um, um, anyway, he called them pansies. He said pies. Uh, what? Wait, wait. The, okay, ch- in chess oh, we have oh, the oh, kings, oh. queens, pawns, pawns, pawns. pawns. Thank you, the pawns, oh, dude. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> the pawns, got it. Um, and I, I shared earlier about um, uh, American Idol, but um, <laughs> I was telling Gabe earlier that you're gonna have a fun adventure here because the earlier today. I was naming the people on American Idol, and I said, you know, Randy Jackson and Paul Abdul, and then I went Colin Powell. When he really meant Simon Crowell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're basically the same person. One was, you know, <laughs> Secretary of State, and the other one produces American uh, Idol. Absolutely. But, you know, but it was whatever, the, from the, the same cloth. Exactly. I was like, oh, man. So, so your nephew called the pawns pansies. Pansies, mm-hmm. exactly. Thank you for getting me back on track. So they called <laughs> uh, the pansies, and I stopped, and I went pansies why do you call them pansies because and he goes because they're just um dispensable and i said they're dispensable like you can just get rid of them they're not part of your strategy they're not part of what he's like oh no you can just get rid of them they're worthless they're worth points and i was just like (laughs) yeah well (laughs) i looked at them and i was like okay we need to talk about this pansy issue and i said and i said so so pansies are worthless and and we started talking about it and he got it. He was like, ooh, I, I kind of get where he's going. Sure. And he got it right away. But then I talked to my older sister, his mom, about Pansy. And she's like, you're being way too sensitive. This is something that is just, what are you talking about, the Pansy issue? Um, he doesn't um, he doesn't even know what that means. And I said, oh, he's very clear what that means. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, Dan, Pansy is a flower. Flowers are indispensable. Are, are dispensable. Well, that sounds like a rationalization to me. Oh, and I said, okay, well, then you go and talk to your husband and call him a Pansy when he comes home tonight. And say, I was just calling you a flower. <laughs> exactly. And, he, and she just kind of paused and looked at me and I said try it and see if it works <laughs> and it was very interesting so I think that that's one of the things that I'm hoping is with the cultural competency that nobody's disposable right nobody's you know worth getting rid of um, but and and I think that that's um, but I guess the difference also for me is like what you know what is their intent and what is the and the impact exactly that that's that's a big thing with me it's like intent versus impact and you know you mentioned earlier uh, and I was telling you earlier that I, there was a couple of times this week when I had had interactions with people I really love uh. and I opened my mouth and I inserted my foot mm. it was excellent oh. <laughs> that's one of those not a learning experiences yeah yeah <laughs> this week was the week of apologies yeah. it was it was all about like listen I didn't mean it that way I understand how much that hurt I'm really sorry what can I do to make it up for you right and it really I was you know it's it's like sort of that thing like the minute you say it like it's like it's there's a scene in Anchorman with Will Ferrell oh. Yeah. Um, so he he's he jumps into the bear pit and he's like, I immediately regret my decision. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Like I would say it, I'm like, Oh, this is blah blah blah, and he's a rice queen. And then my head went, I immediately regret my decision. <laughs> it was rough. Oh yeah. It was rough. Because you know Absolutely. so so my intent was what? To make people laugh and have fun, but the impact right. was was wow. Ouch. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and so so you know, people got to think. There's that, you know, sometimes your filter is off, right? right? right. Your word filter. And most of the time when they're listening to our show, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just uh, so, um, 
so yeah it's 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 important exactly and so there are other things that are a little bit important too there's a couple things i want to bring up is one that we have movie night coming on um and so that's going to be on february 13th at nine o'clock it's going to be live at pj's um and um i think the movie is called stop making sense and so definitely participate in it wcbn is sponsoring this excellent live at pj's what day um, it's going to be uh, February 13th mm. uh, at 9 p.m. So I want to make sure people know about it. Definitely attend. Um, I'm hearing that Stop Making Sense is really a good movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've seen, seen that, it. too. It's excellent. Yeah. So I'm, I definitely want people to be um, looking at that. And also talking about intent and impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that uh, we need to think about, too, is that the fundraiser is coming up in two and a half weeks. Uh. So start saving those pennies. Um, we're going to need every dime. Oh, my goodness. Every penny this this time. So um, it's just one of those years. So February 9th through the 18th is when the fundraiser is coming up. Uh, but let's take a quick break and we're, let's play the PSA for the f- uh, movie. Can you do that from here? Okay. And um, and then we'll be back and we're going to continue this conversation because there's a lot of um, more things I want to talk about with that First Amendment. Definitely. Hey, Kristen, what are you doing tonight? Tonight, uh, I'm going to comb my hair. Well, what about tomorrow? Yeah, I got to shampoo the cat. Well what, well, what about next week? Uh, I'm in Toledo all next week. Okay, fine. How about this? On Tuesday, February 13th, WCBN Movie Night is Stop Making Sense with the Talking Heads. It's one of the best concert flicks ever. Is that the one with David Byrne in the big suit? You betcha. Yeah, I'll totally go to that. Sweet. It's live at PJ's. Doors are at 9, and the movie starts at 10. Let's get there early and drink some beer. All right! Passing the face up to the fox. Can't so nervous, can't relax. Can't sleep, bed's on fire. Don't touch me, I'm a real life. And that was well, very welcome interesting. Well, <laughs> welcome back. You're listening to the closets are for Did he really do that to you? I can't believe it. No yeah. wonder you got that. that I condoms. put my nails on and I scratched. Oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> WCBN. Well, no, wait. WCBN Ann Arbor. Nope. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it soon. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Perfect. Closets are for clothes. I'm Gabe and this is Dan. And we're talking about free speech. We're talking about hate speech. Absolutely. We're talking about sticks and stones and hurting my bones and words, you know, yeah, all the same. All that stuff. All yes, that stuff. exactly. Well, and I wanted to kind of expand on the First Amendment because I think when does it become, um, like, for instance, when because this is one of the, the arguments I have with a friend of mine who smokes mm-hmm. um, is like you know he has the right to smoke but I have the right to be in a space of right. being healthy exactly and who trumps who right and mm-hmm. and so and that's going to be a later show because that's a whole other topic oh, man. but um, but I, one of the things that, that happened to me recently um, on um, uh, un, 
campuses uh-huh. um, is that there was um, there was a religious group that was coming to campus. Okay, and uh, and one one of the things on the, the religious group was bringing in was a someone to come in and talk about um, what is marriage, what really is marriage, and 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 looking at it biblically. Oh, <laughs> so was it like an anti-LGBT thing? Well, they never said that. That uh-huh. was it. They never said that it was an anti-LGBT thing, but it was very clear because in the quote that they gave, it had definitely the difference between Man men and, and women. women. Hmm. Um, but you it, know, if you don't want a gay marriage, if you don't like gay marriages, then don't get one. Uh, thank you okay. very much. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Simple as that. And so I called some friends on campus and said, you know, what can we do about this? I, I'm a little frustrated with this because folks who are still um, in the closet and and are just coming out are going to look at this and kind of and and probably go right. They're going to retreat. Mm. What's what can we do about this? Especially if they attend this, I'm a little concerned. Um, and so they start talking about where, where well, there's really nothing we we can, we can do because it's freedom, First Amendment, freedom of speech. Sure. And um, I and they compared it. I said, well, what do we do? And so I started talking about other things like where where is that fine line of where it becomes hateful speech versus freedom of speech. And they were talking about the folks that I think everybody um, that lives in Washington County has seen these folks and with the big signs with the dead babies. Oh, the abortion. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and so Parenthood. Yeah. Right. And so. Yeah, but I want to make sure that people understand that abortion and Planned Parenthood is really only a very small portion, like 1% of what they really do. Exactly, and, exactly. And so I want to make sure that that's clear. Um, and, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you for, yeah. Not a problem. And uh, um, uh, Because they do such incredible work on education um, and saving our teens from a, um, in so many different ways. Anyway, um, that um, they had these big posters up. And one of the folks that had that was holding the poster also had uh, a T-shirt on that said "gay," G-A-Y, and it's spelled uh, vertically, uh-huh. um, but horizontally it's spelled out um, "got AIDS yet?" Oh my gosh! And yeah, exactly. And it was, and they instantly offended. It was just like, wow, like what is what is this person trying really to say? Gets to you, right? You know, and you know when Michael Michael Phelps. <laughs> Hi, Michael Phelps. <laughs> Call me. Um, when Fred Phelps came, not related at all. That I know Absolutely. Of. When Fred Phelps, I won't say Reverend because I, I respect that title. Oh, um, when, when Fred Phelps came to campus a couple years ago, you know they had some really inflammatory signs, and some of the signs were like um, Matthew Shepard burns in hell six years or whatever, Absolutely. and they had you know uh, thank God for IEDs and provides explosive oh, devices oh, and yes. and because you know their whole thing is that like Iraq is happening um, violence is because um, because of Our- quote unquote acceptance of gays in America right and those signs they didn't bother me because I expected them what I did not expect were them being held by seven year olds yes you know absolutely and you know and it's it's upsetting and we often we ask like when does this become when is this speech their right to have this speech really trump exactly yeah, like you said our free our our um our right to not be around it. Absolutely. So and so, one of the things that they they suggested the, the activists that were on campus, um, this one group said, go and file a harassment report from with the police. Hmm. And the police said because we did not see it or that it was directed directed at you as an individual, it cannot be considered harassment. Hmm. And so, th- so the student was like, well, do I have to have him actually say the T-shirt for me? 
to be able to consider interesting you know before it becomes harassment or just by wearing it it becomes an issue and i thought that that was a really interesting fine line of well when is it harassment when is it hateful speech when is it freedom of speech when it is it opinion an opinion right and and when is it allowed to be said and i thought that in trying to figure that out, it, it, what is the fine line? It's just it's just like I just recently read a statement. I'm sorry. One more thing. Um, a statement that said, when how important does a person have to be before murder is considered an assassination? Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, and there's all sorts of laws and constant and, you know, Supreme Court has said like, OK, well, speech is freedom of speech until, you know, it incites a riot or violence. Like you can't yell fire in a crowded theater and have it be considered exactly. free speech. And, you know, there's all sorts of policies and how to handle like um, abusive speech. But none of them really um, help us to understand how to be decent people towards each other. Exactly. None of these policies and, and law interpretations really tell us, like, gives us the sense of what hurts people when we talk and, right. um, and, and you know, and that's a weakness. Absolutely. Because that's what we don't talk about. And I think that that's what's so interesting about how calm everybody was in Minnesota. Oh um, yes, where the they had so, the no exactly. name calling week. Ex oh, this is amazing. So what this, happened? So um, Minnesota, the setting, Minnesota. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. People came out of their houses to go to the meeting. That's right. So so Glisten, our friends at Glisten again. It's uh, the Gay and Lesbian Straight Education Network um, across the country. So they're doing um, this um, this this thing this yes. this campaign no name calling week right um so name no name calling week we're at farmington middle school and um, there's a pta meeting and parents get kicked out of the pta meeting no for name calling <laughs> which i think is hysterical so the headline reads parent hurls names at no name calling week meeting which I, I'm just absolutely baffled. I mean... You, so, out of the gene pool. Yeah, right. No breeding for you. Absolutely. And, and, and I think one of the things that was really shocking about this article for me was that I, when they were questioning that they... How this the they weren't necessarily upset by, by the no name calling, but that they were, and that they definitely supported the bullying, uh, the no bullying and, and right, right, and no bullying, and, but yet they still um, went to the PTA, went to the board, and actually started bullying the board exactly. to say, but we can't, we don't want this to be able to. This is pushing the LGBT um, agenda. agenda, right? And and they were pissed because it was with Glisten. Yes. And so they're like, it, it promotes the gay and lesbian agenda. Right. So, so I mean, okay, don't bully unless you're gay. Yeah. And then you can be bullied. Absolutely. And, and, and the fact that they actually had to get thrown, I mean, part of me would, if they would have put a good argument toward it, I'd be like, you know what? They probably would have gotten it passed. Hmm. They probably would have been like, okay, you know, the good point. I understand this. But the fact that they actually had to be kicked out because they were bullying the board. I'm amazed. I'm right. just absolutely like what are, I'm now understanding where the children are getting it. You know, it's just like soccer. Because they're not born bigots, right? Children absolutely. are not born bigots. We're the product of our conditioning. Sure. We really are. Um, for, in most situations, mm. being gay or lesbian is not a product of conditioning. But anyway, <laughs> but I condition every day. 
right after I shampoo. Rinse and and the product you're using. Okay. <laughs> And you know this this bullying thing really. I, I Glisten was right on. I think those yeah. parents didn't deserve to be there if they're not. Um, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, yeah, okay. absolutely. And bullying, you know, I mean, all my LGBT brothers and sisters out there who were bullied yes. in grade school and high school. You know, the three leading reasons why students report they were being harassed or bullied. Please. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in fact, I highlighted that because I couldn't believe uh, it. Physical appearance, actual or perceived sexual orientation, or uh, f- or how feminine or masculine students are. Yep. Also known as sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> yes, and 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 so that I mean, and so that's so important to me that you know th- this is this is another example of where. I, I guess there's a there's a survey that recently went through Ypsilanti or the Lincoln School District that um, and parents were saying absolutely not you cannot um, say anything about uh, say anything about sexual orientation and the sex education hmm. um, of our children um, and um, but yet when they surveyed the children what they knew about sex was about rape. Huh. And so it was like, so the children, all they know is about violence and sex. Sex is violent, and you have to save it until you get married. They have violence with your violent sex with your partner. And so, where are our kids getting positive messages about sex? Thank you. Sex positive people. You got to be sex positive. Absolutely. If you don't talk about sex, you're not going to be any good at it. Well, and that was the other thing about the studies that have come out is they were realizing that the folks that are actually were part of these signing the con- the the contract of abstinence, um, well, six to eight months later, were actually. Um, uh, there were more of them that had a sexually transmitted infection than those who went through the training. Oh, yeah. You didn't know about this. No, I did and not. And it, it was actually a, a higher increase. I don't want to... I have to get the study, um, but the but it was something that they were two to three times higher rates of sexually transmitted infections among those who signed the contract of abstinence than those that actually knew about how to protect themselves. Because when the time came that they wanted to break the contract, they didn't have a condom and they didn't know what to do. <laughs> so they just followed their instinct. Where those who went through it actually made a decision and said, you know what, I want to wait to have a condom or we can do this and not catch anything. Ugh. Isn't that ironic? Yes. And As so, Alanis would say. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's where I'm just amazed that and I, I guess that's also where, like, for instance, when I'm, I'm I'm listening to like the soccer games where the parents are getting becoming irate, and the kids are just sitting there going, "Let us just play the game," hmm. you know. And I just look at that, like, what is going on here? Where are these kids learning it from? And I and yet they won't allow a simple week to go by of no name calling, right? And and so I'm 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 really amazed of how institutionalized the violence, the bullying, the name calling is really happening in our schools. And, and how do they not see that as wrong? Thank you. How do they not see that as wrong? Absolutely. And the, and what are they expecting to do that? Do the same thing when they then leave school? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. assuming that these are going to be well educated children, and they're going to go out into the world into employment, and they're just going to take that bullying with them. I mean, is this supposed to be a sign of how to be able to get ahead in the world? Is this what they're trying to teach them? Right. I mean, what is their true... My thing is, what is their true intent? What are they really trying to learn, teach the, 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 the kids? You know, and I, I kind of sometimes even balance that with a friend of mine. Alex, let me make you fall asleep. You're kind of looking bored. 
No? Oh, okay. You're just kind of like, oh, okay. Keep going. <laughs> I just saw him and I was like, oh, no, he's holding his head up. <laughs> so he's, oh, he's a deep thought. Oh, we're being ins- inspirational. Ah, wow. Thank you. Try. Absolutely. And I think that that's what, what are we teaching our children? And I think that that, I mean, like I have a friend who is extremely racist. And I, yes, I do call him friend. But it's one of those things that I'm learning. I've learned a ton from him because of the way he thinks. And when I confront it. Uh, it gives me an insight of where he's coming from. Mm. And I think that's the only reason why we've stayed friends, actually, is because of that, is because I'm learning a lot from him of of what it is on the other side. Just like with um, situations with my family, is uh-huh. that I'm definitely the black sheep of the family. Huh. I, you know, I, I'm Democrat. I'm, I'm not religious. I'm... You know, definitely on the um, I'm gay. Um, it's one of those really? absolutely. Um, and I think that that's where it's it just gets really interesting in you know and and why like for instance here in the state of Michigan we don't have an uh, an anti-bullying law. Uh, I don't understand. Aren't that. they trying to do that though? Right they now? are exactly. And one of the things I want people to get their calendars out. And this is what I was talking about earlier that I need you to get to know who your senators are, your House of Representatives are. Start emailing them. Start writing letters. I think actually physical letters have much more of an impact than emailing. But if you're going to do anything, I'd rather have you email, phone call, whatever. You know, I was reading about this. It's really powerful and quick and dirty. Sixty-two it. days until Safe Schools Lobby's Day. It's called Matt's Safe Schools Law. It's named after um, a boy named Matt who killed himself at fourteen because um, he was being bullied. Yep, absolutely. So um, and and it's on March twenty eighth. Okay, yeah, um, right. Wednesday, March twenty eighth. Mark your calendars. Um, it's from nine a.m. to three p.m. If you want more information, you can definitely go to the Triangle Foundation. www.tritri.org. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. I just www.tri.org try.org perfect and definitely check out the safer schools lobby day on march wednesday march 28th um that's coming up in a, oh, about a couple months yeah um uh, from 9 a.m to 3 p.m up in lansing um and definitely i mean if anything if you can't make it that day at least mark in your calendar to call your representatives and say i support the folks that are up there and meeting with you currently about the safer schools lobby day that that at least making if you're not willing to talk about it or or argue, argue a point with them at least make a phone call at least email them saying on march 28th i support the people that are there do something that would or even like if you know a friend that's going to go up there um it's just get your voice heard and continue to 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 write your representatives because it's important no one deserves to be bullied right exactly um yeah we probably won't do that part yet but um uh, i think we're um and then the other thing i wanted folks to um no, about sorry, I kind of completely went on like, oh my gosh, we got to get safe for school lobby day. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, to make sure you mark your calendars. The other thing I wanted, folks, and we're going to actually, um, I'm going to really play with people's minds here and really make a real quick switch is um, if you liked what you heard tonight and you want to be able to, and we had such insightful information that we brought to brought to folks um is that um you can actually do this with itunes and you can do the most of the programs here on wcbn where you can go to the itunes oh, store a podcast absolutely i love my podcast and um and you can definitely go to the itunes store and um and um you can search for closets um and we will come up closets are for clothes and then you can subscribe to that it's a free service that you 
you can do through iTunes. Um, but there's a lot of other folks here at WCBN you could do that for. Uh, the Living Writers Show, who you might have had earlier today. Um, uh, I'm sure that... Lots of good stuff. Absolutely. And podcasts are free. Absolutely. So you could take WCBN wherever you go. Lucky you. Oh, holy moly. Holy cow. And we can only do that if you support us um, with our fundraiser that's coming up February 9th through the 18th, which is in two and a half weeks. Right. Or- the fundraising really helps us go. It helps us be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Helps helps pays for things here um, at WCBN. And um, we are definitely a self-supporting organization. We are all volunteers. Um, there, We do not have a paid staff. The only paid staff we have is even half time. And right. I don't think we pay him enough. Um, so um, definitely support WCBN with our fundraiser. Start saving now. Um, and one last thing I want to say before we go. What's that? Um, is that if you're interested. No, Gabe, you're doing a great job. I don't want to uh. say that there's any problem here. Um, but um, um, but we are looking folks to kind of help us out. Exactly. So we're looking for people to be segment producers. If you have ideas, you know, um, contact us. You can be a, you can be in this chair. Well, not in this chair. I'm in this chair. But you can be in the chair next <laughs> to me um, <laughs> and you can contact us we have an email address now we do it's wcbn closets at gmail.com absolutely so um alex i'm not sure are we going to play the our old outro or are we going to do this outro live oh let's do it live, live oh here my we go God. Okay. okay so thanks for listening to closets are for clothes every wednesday night 6 p.m to 7 p.m on wcbn fm in arbor 88.3 you can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530 sab ann arbor michigan 48109 oh and we've got that email address like i just said um it's wcbn closets at gmail.com uh, the views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not of the opinions of WCBN and their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhash, I'm Gabe Javier, and I'll see you in the closet next week. Bing Crosby, wrap your troubles and dreams, take four. Castles may tumble, that's made after all. Life's really funny that way. Sang the wrong melody, we'll play it back. See what it sounds like, hey, hey. They cut out eight bars, the dirty bastards. I didn't know which eight bars he was gonna cut. Why don't somebody tell me these things around here? Holy Christ, I'm going off my nuts. Uh, the last bastion of freeform. WCBN FM and Abba. Sounds like a bunch of left-wing hippies to me. <laughs> oh, jeez, that mic is on. The mic's Phil. on. Oh, my God. Turn off the microphone. Okay, good evening and welcome. This is Now the Hop on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'm your host. My name is Robert. I'm here every week from 7 to 9 p.m. Right in between Closets Are for Clothes. And then after me comes a local music show with a slew of rotating hosts this semester. And on my show, we do the funk and soul thing. Gonna start off here with kind of a more 
just one of those songs that you feel like you've heard before, but that's maybe just because it's so good. I don't know if you have or not, but anyways, it's Bobby Day with Spicks and Specks.